Hey y'all, Brett Maddox here from the Podakesis Podcast, welcoming you to this episode of The Daily Psalms. Today we continue our journey through the book of Psalms with Psalm number 3. It may be helpful for you to go ahead and pause this podcast and read Psalm number 3 before you listen to the devotional. If you're not at a place where you can pause this podcast, go ahead and listen to the devotional and then read Psalm number 3 when you're able. The third psalm is an example of what makes the Psalter so special. It's real. If you read it closely, you can hear the anguish of King David as he prays for protection from his enemies. You can almost sense the fear and anxiety that affects his life. We need to learn how to pray real, honest prayers, and the psalms can teach us how. Psalm 3 is a lament psalm. It's a type of psalm that is characterized by crying out to God for deliverance from a particular issue or a set of issues. It can be a personal lament, as is the third psalm, or it can be communal in nature. Psalm 3 also gives us a heading, a title, and some information in the heading. Uh, There's a particular circumstance that was going on in the life of David in which caused him to pray this prayer. The issue at hand is David is fleeing his son Absalom and is in fear for his life. And you can read about this family feud in 2 Samuel chapters 15 through 18. As you read this psalm, you may find it uncomfortable in places. What are we to do with the parts of this prayer that calls for God to strike down David's enemies? Shouldn't we be praying for our enemies instead of calling for their destruction? On the one hand, that is true. Jesus does direct us to turn the other cheek when we are struck, to love our enemies, and that to be persecuted is to be blessed. On the other hand, what we are reminded of in Psalm 3 is that God is in control of our situations. Understanding this, Paul would encourage the church in Ephesus to remember where the battle truly takes place. He writes, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Ephesians 6.12 In other words, our enemies are not those who would do us wrong, but the great enemy of our soul, the devil. So we pray for God to thwart the schemes of Satan against us and to strengthen us to do the work we are called to do no matter what comes our way. In that vein, we can pray that God would intervene when people want to harm us in any way. But it is not our prerogative to bring harm to anyone, including our enemies. Author and president of Asbury Seminary, my alma mater, Timothy Tennant, writes, We should never forget, after all, that this is a prayer to God, directed to God for His divine action and His final vindication. We pray for our enemies even as we ask God to put an end to the schemes of wickedness, which are expressions of that great spiritual conflict. Sometimes praying against our enemies is, in a deeper sense, the greatest expression of praying for our enemies, since turning our enemy from opposition to God to submission to His rule is a great gift and even greater mercy. This is from his meditative journey through the Psalms. So who or what is your enemy? Who or what do you want God to intervene against? 
Perhaps it's a sickness of a family member. Perhaps it's COVID. Perhaps it's a family member, a neighbor, an ex, an abusive person from your past. The truth is, he has intervened. The cross of Christ was the greatest intervention against evil the world has ever known. So great was this act of God that death itself was defeated in a weekend. You see, we may want to take revenge and see divine justice fall on those who do us wrong. Instead, Christ offers redemption to all of us who are his enemies, and he calls us to forgive as we have been forgiven. So don't let anger, hatred, fear, anxiety be the defining characteristic of your life in Christ. Ask him to strike down the schemes of the enemy of your soul, and you, you love your enemy and your neighbor as yourself. Read Psalm 3 again today, slowly, intentionally, worshipfully, and may God's Word bless you. The Daily Psalms is brought to you by the Podakesis Podcast, a podcast about what Christians believe and why it matters, hosted by Jim Morrow, Alan Kaysen, and me, Brett Maddox. We invite you to check out the Podakesis Podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, or at podakesis.com.